Chapter 1 verse 9. Can you raise your hand? You are a minister. God bless you so much. Where do you come from? Kambale? From Ethiopia? From? Mozambique. Mozambique. Ah, welcome. God bless you so much. Isn't it wonderful? To receive a visitor, a brother from Mozambique. Mozambique. Any other? If it's your first time. Up. Uh huh. Brother, your name and where you come from? Yes, sir. Julius. From? From Tororo District. God bless you so much. Amen. Do you really need uh, to be translated into in Swahili? You're okay? Okay, fine. Uh, we are reading from Revelation 1.9. John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom, and in patience of Jesus Christ was in the spirit, was in the aisle that is called Patmos, Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I'm Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write the book and send it into the seven churches which are in Asia. And Ephesus, and unto Samaina, and unto Pergamos, and unto Theatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and, and unto Laodicea. Okay. Nzeyoka na Muganda wa mwe ere ase chimu mukubona abona nembwa kabaka nemukugumi kiliza ebiri mu Yesu nari kuchizinga echitwa patumo orechi gambo chakatunda ilanoro kutegeza kwa Yesu. Nalimu moyo kuna kuluwa muka muafe na mpulide nyuma wange doboze dene ngeri ya kagombe. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. Now these very first words of introduction he said um, I John who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. Those were days when the church was going through great tribulation. And even today we are not immune from Tribulation. In one way or another, you will suffer tribulation. You persecuted for what you believe. You'll be hated for what you believe. You'll have to go through hardship through for what you believe. And the Bible says if we cannot suffer with him, we cannot train with him. 
And uh, others were fed to lions. Others were pegged on logs. And dogs were released to to tear them. They passed through terrible things. Others were stoned. The Bible says. Most of all that they never accepted deliverance. Where the condition was. You recant or you die. You be delivered by when you recant you are delivered. But if you insist. You die. And they never accepted deliverance. They were willing to die than to bow to the enemy than to deny the name of Jesus Christ. How we must stand like them and minister any trial and minister any tribulation and minister any pressure. We must stand for Jesus to the end. The Bible says overcame him by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the lamb and they loved not their lives unto death. This very John when he's speaking here he had been boiled for 24 hours in a grace and when he did not Burning him. The same God who stood with Sadrach, Misach, and Abneg in the fire furnace. Stood with him in the drum of Gliss. And turned away the heat. Turned away the fire. That he did not burn him. And when they realized he, was, he could not be burned. They threw him on the eye of where on the island of Patmos where he stayed for two and a half years the prophet tells us this was an island where they imprisoned their political prisoners the, the Roman government it was full of scorpions all forms of poison, poisonous snakes and all alligators and all kinds of things and all kinds of man eaters that when you were put on that island you could not survive even a day but for him he stayed there for two and a half years 
with the presence of the Lord and that's where he wrote the book of Revelation. So he says I'm a companion. He was realized, he was recognizing that he was not suffering alone. But all the body of Jesus Christ was equally suffering. And he was willing to suffer with them and like them he said I'm a companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and in patience of Jesus Christ he says I was in the, in the I was in the aisle that is called Patumo. For the word of God. Meaning for the reason of the word of God. I was suffering because of the word of God. I was being persecuted because of the word of God. Amen. And for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Because he testified of Jesus. His name. His death and resurrection. His power and put him into tribulation. He testified and he could not keep quiet but to testify of the things that he knows, the things that he touched and the things he had. Are we all to tell the story of what we have known and what we have experienced that Jesus Christ is a savior has he served you? Then tell it on the mountain that he is a savior. Has he ever healed you? Then go tell it on the mountain that he is a savior. Has he ever protected you? Go tell it on the mountain that he is a protector. Amen. Amen. He says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. He says, I was in the spirit. So we are going to talk about getting in the spirit. I was in the spirit. A ministry tribulation. A ministry persecution. Suffering surrounded by death. He was in the spirit. He was not home. He was not among friends. He had no relative around. He had no brother around. He had no sister around. There was no church around him. He was alone. He had no human being. He had no sympathizer. But he was surrounded by Poisonous snakes, scorpions, alligators, crocodiles, a misdread. He was in the spirit. It means a believer will enter in the spirit regardless of what surrounds him. Regardless what is against him. He 
He will be in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember the words of St. Paul. When he said. Who shall separate us. From the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus. Is it tribulation? Is it family? Is it Say nothing present. Nothing shall come. Nothing, nothing. Shall separate us. From the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. So even John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Brother Bram said, the Lord's day here that he's talking about is not Sabbath. It's not Sunday. So the Lord is there. Was the future day. He entered into the spirit. And he entered into the day that is coming. He entered into the millennium. He saw the millennium. He entered into the atmosphere. Of the millennium. When men of God. Prophets and apostles. Entered into into that day. They saw it so close. They saw it so near. They were like their in each. Praise God. So this one also he entered in the spirit and then he was in the Lord's day. Amen. Amen. Praise be the name of the Lord. Now the entering, getting in the spirit. Now, you, nothing can take place until that's, there is a spirit of uh, people enter into the spirit of it. Amen. Amen. Nothing can happen until people are in the spirit of it. There is a spirit of the last days. Even judgment cannot take place until people have entered into the spirit of judgment. Amen. Amen. Let me give you a few quotes here about the spirit of the last days. Looking around at the nature of the people seeing that we are in the spirit of the last days. The spirit of the last days. You see, if you read the scriptures, they tell you what, how it will be in the last days. He says, various times shall come. It's uh, like spirits will enter into human beings and they will change their quality of thinking and their quality of manners and conduct. And yet think it will be in a certain way that has been spoiled, that has been perverted by the devil. Amen. Amen. So that is how it will be. And the apostle Paul said it will be perilous times. Amen. Amen. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Men will be selfish. Lovers of their own selves. They will be covetous. They will be uh, incontinent. They will be heady. They will be 
high-minded. It is very hard to correct people today. Even children, they are being trained not to be rebuked, not to be corrected. Correction is offensive to them. Even young children, it is the spirit of the last days. It's demonology. Demons that have entered human beings. Demons that have entered children. The, the Bible says they will be disobedient to parents. They cannot take the word of a parent. They cannot take the rebuke of a parent. That is the spirit of the last days. It is so wicked and evil. Amen. Amen. They love to be parted. To be encouraged. Lodesha, the word Lodesha itself means people's rights. You see? So it's the right of children, right of women, right of women. Right, right, right. The world as the world has been in that condition for many, many years now. Until Brother Branham said if he does not destroy it with the divine judgment he will be obligated to raise Sodom and Gomorrah and apologize for destroying them because he has to be just. Amen. Amen. If he destroyed them, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, for the very evils that we are doing today, that the world is doing today, and then the world does the same thing for which he destroyed the other ones, and then these ones he does not destroy them, it means that his judgment is not just. He's not equal. He has, he, he has double standards. Amen. Amen. So the world has to be in that condition ready for judgment. And when you look and compare with Sodom and Gomorrah, the world is in a worse condition today than it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. The world did not have in that time it is not reported anywhere where people condemned the agenda and changed it. It does not talk about that. But apart from this world indulging into homosexuality and the government advocating for it that it is a right of a human being and they are campaigning and advocating for it at the same time 
They are advocating for a human being to condemn what God made him to be. That he has a right to change his gender. So the world today is in a worse condition. So God will be justified to destroy it. Amen. And the believer must feel that way. That God is justified to destroy this world. They had to get in the spirit of the interdiluvian world before they could be destroyed. They have to be in the spirit of war before they can have war. God let us be in the spirit of Christ tonight. So we can have Christ. We the believers should be in the spirit of Christ to have Christ. While they are in the spirit of destruction, in the spirit of the last days, we should be in the spirit of Christ. There is a time, some time back here, I talked about the, the age of uh, you know, two extremes. We should be extremely lost in God. We should be extremely devoted. We should be extremely decent. And we should not care what the world thinks of us. As they are extreme in their wickedness. Let us be in the spirit of repentance. A spirit of faith. Give it to us tonight, our Father. Amen. We should be in the spirit of Christ to have Christ should be in the spirit of repentance a spirit of faith. Amen. This is the best of voice I deserve with this program. Got to get in the spirit of the last days. When the day, when the last days are here, you go to a dance hall. You've got to get in the spirit of dancing. Or they won't dance. You go to the church. You've got to get in the spirit of worship. Before you can worship. Oh, it's unfortunate we forget that. Not only forgetting, but it's unfortunate we lose it. Amen. When you get in the spirit into the dancing hall, you don't stay there. And you are moody. And you are lukewarm about it. No, you enter with in the spirit of dancing. Because you, you went there to dance. So when we come into the church, we must come into the spirit of worship. 
We should not see the spectators. They were singing this morning. As if there are some icy that has been poured on you. Something is wrong here. You've got to enter in the spirit of worship. Before you can worship. The world has got to get in the spirit of the last days. Before the last days can come. And we are in the spirit of the last days. And God has promised that these things. Would be here. And that's what we've got. We are in the last days. men and women. Are setting asleep. And don't realize it. And the morals. I met a young boy here the other day. Over in. Oh some time ago. This last fall. And we were coming into city. And he was telling me a young high school boy that was, mar that was married. Yeah, yeah, I think he's either he'd see himself who was married. He said, I married this girl because she was a good girl. And I had to marry her. Before she completed high school. Said. We've had one. We, we haven't had. A one turned out. A virgin. As far as I know. In high school. For years around here. We haven't had. A one turned out. A virgin. As far as I know, in high school for years, around here, see, just so demoralized. No, he was so demoralized because of the immoralities that were going on in high school. And I think uh, what it means here, that's why he had to marry his girl before she went through the high school. Let she get spoiled. Amen. And down in California, I went through the streets in places where that the policemen would tell you to keep off the street. And there is more danger for a man to pass through the street than it would be a woman. Dark alleys. Oh God, have mercy. Don't you know the Bible said those things would come? Imagine a place where they want you not to pass. A woman would be even more safe, would be safer 
than a man. Meaning they would rap you. For a man to pass there. That's where the world is. Recently I heard, I think it was the deputy, um, uh, some parliamentarian. I think it was the deputy speaker of parliament. Deputy speaker of parliament. He was talking about what they have witnessed that is going on in schools. As far as homosexualism is concerned, it says you cannot pass through some schools compounds in the night because of the horrible things that happen in those places. And the government had to act he was calling upon the government to act as a, a state of emergency. That is what is happening today in the world. Not only among the whites, but even in our communities. And when I heard him address that to the parliament, so I was wondering where is our children going to be raised in such schools, in such communities? Imagine And just before and now, Brother Branham says this 60 years ago, America was already there. And our countries are already there. And just before he gave the shadow of eating Sodom and Gomorrah and went down here the same thing taken place and God sent fire down and burnt the place up and every sign post to show that the world over, when he came to that place, would receive some message lost here. Meaning would receive the same punishment. Amen. Didn't Jesus say, as it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. So, is the world in that condition now? Exactly. And even beyond. So, it had to be in that condition for the judgment to come. Amen. Amen. It has to be in the spirit of judgment before judgment can come. Amen. Amen. So the Bible talks of Daniel reading the books of the prophet Jeremiah. And then he realized what the prophet said the time that they would stay in captivity. And he realized the time was up. His eyes were, were open. He became awake 
to the time that he was in because there were time allotted for them to stay there seven years and when he calculated the years he realized there were two years and he knew this prophet was a, a true prophet was an authentic prophet that whatever he said we come to pass exactly so when he realized that he began praying and he began seeking the first of the Lord Amen until God sent his angel to Daniel. But he had to be concerned about the time he was living. In Brother Branham quoting that story, he says, and I understand. In other words, as Daniel discovered what was happening, he understood that time was up. We also, we must understand what the Bible talks about our time. So he said, and I understand that there will come scoffers in the last days. I understand that there will be nation against nation in the last days. Is it happening today? I understand that there will be tidal waves in the last days. If those of you who follow news, world news, is it happening today? Cities flooding and being swept by winds in the last days I understand there will be fearful sights like flying saucers flying saucers in the heaven mysterious sights and men's hearts will be failing for fear there will be perplexity of time and a distress among the people and read that they will all go into organizations and denominations and have a confederation in the last day and understand that the women will bob off their hair in the last day understand they will wear short clothes and walk with high heel shoes tinkling as they go in the last day understand that the morals will be very low in the last day understand that the preachers will be false shepherds in the last day they will compromise and will not feed the people of God but will go after creeds and things instead in the last day Amen that is where we are 
Let me comment on the on the preachers becoming false shepherds. And hiring preachers. Today. The appearing preachers who buy others to follow them. And others will fear to work with others because somebody will not support them if they invite somebody. In the course of the week, there is a minister who sent me an audio. He was telling me about the pressure he was going through. Bank loans and things and things. And financial pressures. I didn't have how to support him. But then he sent me a poster. A, a poster. That when he sent me that audio telling me how how he needed some assistance. He sent it to another person, to another minister. He sent also to another minister. Hoping he can get also help from whichever because he was under distress. And what the other minister did, he he, he forwarded him now, a poster that he made some time when he invited me to his place. Instead of now, are you getting me? Instead, of you, someone asked another help as a brother to assist him and instead of giving him the help he, he, he forwards to him the poster that he made when he hosted Gideon when he hosted me it's like if it's like I could have helped you but you hosted this one. So you know can you imagine what that message what was what, the message behind that? In other words if you want me to help to, to be helping you you must not host Someone that I don't like. And there are many ministers who are bowing for help. Bowing to such spirits for help. And you find a minister who used to work with another. He's no longer inviting him. Because there is someone somewhere who hates that minister. So he has to hate for the other one. Help me hate so that I can support you. 
Nchairako. Help me head transo. Then I'll support you. Can you imagine? In the message. Mububaka. Munyanjire. Help me hate Mchaire. Help me hate him. Mkwasiganya. Ono kwasiganya nango kumuchawa. Help me hate him. Bo bemba wakuyam. If I'm to help you. Oligwe gwa gwa oligwa kwagana nembuereza. The other one that you're coordinating with is a minister. Akwi yaba kuyamba. Let him help you. Bemba wakuyamba. But if I'm to help you, ori no kumuchawa. You have to hate him. Can you imagine? And that is now buying someone's conscience. And someone selling his birthright. Is that, is that, is that different from the Western governments? Imposing homosexuality. Upon our poor nations, because of wanting donations, even now, you remember how our parliament, uh, you know, passed, is it a law or a bill or something? I don't know whether it has been signed or it's about to be signed. I don't know now where it stands. Where homosexuality will be a crime in Uganda. Penalized even with a death sentence. To that extent, to that extent. Now, for me, I celebrate that parliament. And I pray the president gets bold and courageous. Courage. If he has not signed it, to sign it. Now, if we become poor, let us be poor. Who told the white people that we are at their favor? We are the favor of God. God God made us and he made them and made everybody else. God is the one in control. Amen. Amen. He's the ruler of the heavens and the earth. And we are here because of God. And we shall live because of God. And, and then they threatened to ban our government officials from going to America. What is America? America Chechi. Why should we need America? America. It would be like telling Abraham, you will be banned from getting a visa to Sodom. Do I need America? America is America heaven? America guru. Why did God make me here? 
The God who made me. Katonde ya ntonda. He made buffaloes. Ya tonda. He made deers. Ya tonde. There are some which he made in America. Eh, yes, Canada. Zi Americana, Europe. Munga, balibula, ya, and the ones he made in Africa. Eh, the ones which he made in Africa. Yes, ya tonde. Zino kubera wano. Can survive in Africa. Yes, ya tonde. And the ones that he made in Canada. Zi ya tonde. Can survive in that winter. Yes, ya tonde. And that thing. Hey. That's why he made them. Yes, if the deer of Uganda, Uganda wano, does not need to go to America to survive, why should I need to go to America, go America to survive? If I was a president, when they threatened that they would they will stop our people from going there. I could have also have banned Ugandans from going to America. I say I ban Ugandans. Before they ban us to go there, I ban my people from going there to show them we, don't, we are not dying to go there. We don't need them, we need God. But if they need us, we shall need them. If they don't need us, we don't need them. We need God. We need God. The Baganda say, that those who bury them near are the ones who cause them to complain. That inferiority, I mean superiority complex. The ones who have caused them to have that superiority complex. Which there is nothing superior about them. Nothing, nothing. It's you who have buried them nearer. I don't know why all blacks are not like me. Me, I'm dying. I'm not dying to go to America. I tried to, uh, to apply for a visa once. They didn't give me. I've not applied again. Even then, I was not like so. Desperate. I want to No. For the many years I've operated the ministry, I feel going to change once and preach to my kinsmen is more important than going to America. What's wrong with people? What is in America? There is no amen. If it is God, God is everywhere. Is it food? I have food here. God gave me a good land. Fertile land. Really, what do I need there? Why should I die to go even where I'm not needed? Yet I have our own country. That they Let me tell you. Zimbabwe restrictions. They put restrictions on Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe And they still living. And they still living. But 
Is, it, is, is poverty death? And you want me to practice homosexuality <laughs> or to bear with it that you will stop supporting me? Okay. And I exchange my morals and my freedom. And I sell it all for money. But in the church also, there are pastors who sell their birthrights because of helps. Who has bewitched you? I look at them and I ask who bewitched such people. And I have told you of a pastor who asked for help from and he forwarded him a poster and that poster has a picture of that pastor and mine and mine but listen do you know that there are many who have bowed down to the wrong things to wrong things because of financial support and the pastor will not invite another pastor whom he knows is a man of God and he has a ministry that would benefit, benefit his congregation but he blocks him to his congregation simply because there is someone else who is benefiting from who would not like to hear that the other preacher is invited. Now, the Bible says in the last days there will be false shepherds. A false, a shepherd wants to rule another because of helps. That is a wolf, a grievous wolf. And a pastor also who allows to be ruled because of financial helps is a false, is a terrible false. Can you imagine that spirit prevailing in the time of Paul? At Timothy, Timothy has been threatened by Alexander the coppersmith all Hymenius and Hymenius threatens Timothy if I ever hear that you have made meetings for Paul I will not help you again And that's what Paul warned against Timothy. When we have what to eat and what to dress, let us be content. Amen. For we brought nothing into this world and we shall take nothing. Be content. 
Mubamabativu. Do you have what to eat? Do you want to put on? Be content. We didn't bring anything in the world and we'll live with nothing. If you're like that, you'll be free. No one will threaten you. You'll follow your convictions. But our God will not forsake you. And Paul said, that he told the church that my God shall meet your needs according to his riches in glory our provisions come from heaven hey. A pastor who listened to this service. I pray that God may help all the pastors to listen to this sermon. And when we listen to it, let us hear what the Spirit tells the churches. How can you be ruled by another one because of the qualifications of a minister? The Bible says, He should not be greedy or filthy looker. And in that English, filthy looker meant money. Money is filthy looker. So one of the qualifications of a minister is not to be greedy or filthy you can be content when you have plenty when you have little even when you don't have you will be content I was in the spirit on the Lord's day on the Patma on the, on the eye of Patmos Imagine the man is on the high of Patmos, but he's in the spirit on the Lord's day. No wonder God looked at this generation. He said, For thou sayest, I am rich and I'm increased with goods, and thou knowest not that thou art wretched, poor. Munaku. Miserable, naked. Imagine people who are boasting that they have a lot and they have need of nothing as far as material things are concerned. But God looks at them and says, You don't know that you are poor. You are naked. You are wretched. You are blind. You don't know. That means there is a, a certain wealth certain riches that these people missed to, to realize. Yeah. They, they became they, their eyes were you know they were diverted to the wrong to the wrong riches. Yes, their minds were diverted to the wrong ones. To the wrong ones. But Paul, 
Peter, James, John, those people, they had true wealth. True wealth. They had godliness. They had contentment. They had God. They had perfect fellowship with God. They were walking with the presence of God. Amen. Amen. And no wonder what this world had denied them. Amen. They could be in the spirit. Amen. Amen. I understand that in the last day there will be fa- there, there will come a famine. Let, let me begin here. Amen. I understand that the women will bob of their hair. Understand they will wear short clothes, walk in their hands, tickling as they go in the last day. And I that the morale of the morale will be very low in the last day. And preachers will be forced to In the last day, imagine you have a preacher who denies who your ministry that used to bless you sometimes because he is backed by a force. Preacher somewhere. He's backed down. Imagine that. That they will compromise. And will not feed the people the word of God. But will go after creeds and things instead. They will not feed the people the word of God. But they go after creeds and things instead. I understand there will be a voice come in the last days. Crying out of the wilderness. Calling the people back to the original message. Back to the things of God. I understand. By the book. And he says all that evil will be happening. And then he says. And understand there will be a voice. Crying out of the wilderness. But I understand there will be a voice coming in the last days. Crying out of the wilderness. Calling the people back to the original message. Back to the things of God. They understand by the book that those things will take place. They understand that in the last days there will come a famine. The churches will be so organized and so set and everything. That in the last days there will come a famine. And it will not be for bread and water only. But for hearing the true word of God. And the people will go from east and from west. From the north and the south. Seeking to hear the true word of God. And the churches will be so organized. And tightened up. That they will 
fail to hear it. Gegalire galemerere okutuulira. That by books. Nchitegero kuita mbitabo. So the books declare the things that there will be a branch rise up from David. Understand that he will send Elijah before that, that day comes. At the end time. And he will have a message that will turn the hearts all the children back to the father. Turn them back to the original. Go back again to the inn and start. Understand that it will take place that before the spirit leaves the gentle church. To return to the Jews. Aren't you glad? Can't you be glad? When the church world will be in the sorry state. And when the world will be in the Sodom state. There will be a branch rise from David for the remnants, for the elect. The God will send Elijah the prophet, and the message will be here. Turn our hearts back to the original manner. Revelation 1.10 says that with the Spirit of the Lord is there. And behind me a great voice as over trumpet. I was in the Spirit and that just beautiful. My, I love that. You could just call those words the whole of the Christian life. If we are if we are going to live as Christians, we have to be in his spirit. John was not talking about being in his own spirit. That would not have brought these visions. He had to be in the spirit of God. It has to be in the spirit of God with us too. All our efforts are in vain. Paul said, I will pray in the spirit. I will sing in the spirit. I will live in the spirit. If there is any Think good that will come to me. It has to be revealed by the Spirit. Confirmed by the Word. And made manifest by the results it bears. As surely as John needed to be in the spirit to receive these tremendous revelations, Fresh from Jesus, we need to be in the spirit to understand the revelations Spirit. You see, John was in the spirit. 
to be able to get this revelation. In church and nothing else can take place. As long as we are not in the spirit of it. Look at it this way. Oh, too many read the Bible. Where it says in Acts 2.38 Repent And be baptized everyone of you In the name of Jesus Christ For the remission of sin And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost And just pass right Right on they don't see it if they saw it by getting into the spirit they would know that it if they want to receive the Holy Spirit they need to repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and then God would be duty bound to fulfill it his word by filling them with the Holy Ghost. They never get in his spirit. Oh, it would happen to them exactly as the word says. Pray to God for a revelation yeah. by his spirit. That is the, that is the first step. Get in the spirit. Amen. Amen. You see, we fail to get results by not getting the spirit. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine going to watch? Have you ever seen a football game going on? And the people just they're quiet just nodding the heads someone is uh, you know you know score and they score a goal and they just watch and nod heads say that, that he has he has done a good job do they get in the spirit of, is that the way they, they, they enjoy the game? Have you ever seen that? They enter into the spirit of it. And you see even before the game starts, many hours before, they feel the whole place is filled with people. They don't want to Reach when it has started. They don't want to miss the front seats. They don't want to be obstructed. They reach early. They enter in the spirit of the game. You see? How about church? That's how we ought to be. To be in the spirit of Christ. To be in the spirit of the kingdom of God. To be in the spirit of the rapture. This world is not our home. We have a better home. We have a better kingdom. We are going somewhere. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says the spirit and the bride. They say that come Lord. Come Lord. We ought to be on tenterhoods. We ought to be on on your marks. Amen. Have you ever seen boxers? When they enter the ring, they start jumping. They start spinning. Enter in the spirit of where they are going to play. Even the football players, when they enter the pitch, they start jumping. They start warming up. They start running around. Entering the spirit of that they are going to do. They have to be on fire. They have to be in each spirit. Why is it that a Christian needs to be pushed? And you tell him, say, Amen. Clap your hands. Sing. Why? Why do you need to be pushed? Why are you not in the spirit? The spirit of worshiping God. Why did you come when you didn't want to worship God? He said, let me just use another illustration. Suppose you need healing. What does the word say? Well, we have to read it. Well, we have already it countless times. But did not get in the spirit when reading it. Did you ask God for his spirit to teach us the real truth of it? If we did, we would call the elders. Confess our sins. Be anointed and prayed for, and there would be that. In other words, the scripture says, If any sick among you, let him call the elders. Amen. Amen. And be anointed. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And if he has done certain sins, they will be forgiven. In other words, if you have done sins, Amen. you confess them. You call your elder to pray for you, to anoint you and pray for you. You first confess your sins. Your wrongs. And there is a, a, an assurance that you'll be forgiven. You'll be forgiven. And then he anoints you and prays for you. And the prayer of faith will heal you. Amen. Amen. Many times he has come and we put our heads to be anointed. And we are absent-minded even when we are doing it. We don't know what we are doing. We don't enter in the spirit of it. But if you enter in the spirit of the scripture, you know God is able and he 
said this is the way to go about it. Let me check my life. How I've been living. Let me confess my sins. You confess your sins. And then the elder anoints you. He prays for you. And after that, you believe you are healed. Because God's word does not fail. You will go to beget your Praise be the name of the Lord. But we fail to get the results because we don't get in the spirit. Amen. Amen. It may not come immediately, but in his spirit, it is all over. There is no other court of appeal. God will fulfill his word. Oh, we need to get in the spirit. And then things will be done. Don't go through the act first. Get in the spirit and then go through the act. And watch what God will do. Have you ever noticed how the world gets into the spirit of the things that are in the world? They go to their ball games, their sporting events, and their dancers, they enter into the spirit of it. They don't sit there like wallflowers. Old dried up sticks. They enter right into the feel of the things. And become a part of things. Now listen well how he illustrated that John might have go, have entered the spirit. Maybe he was dancing. You see when he said I was in the spirit. On the Lord's day. The prophet here says. Maybe he was dancing. Jumping. Running all around the island. You see some people trying to spiritualize everything. He said, no, the rapture is spiritual. It has already taken place. But it is spiritual. It's spiritual taken place. We already raptured. So there is no physical rapture. They have gone even that extreme. That we shall just die one by one. As we go to heaven. Because we have already been raptured. No, New Jerusalem is spiritual. There is no spiritual. There is no city that will come. So it is just spiritual. We are already in it. Everything spiritual, spiritual. Uh -huh. Some of them even say millennium is spiritual. We are already in it. When the seals, they choose the seals for every bogus thing. Every bogus doctrine. 
They are choosing the seals for it. When the seals were revealed, we entered into millennia. We are in, in millennia. You see? Now, even the Holy Ghost baptism, we receive him by faith. It forms in us. You don't need to feel anything. It just comes spiritually. You are filled by the Holy Spirit. Everything spiritual. Worship. Spirit. They will say here, entering into the Lord is a you know, entering into the spirit. They will say it is spiritually having your mind set in obedience to the word. You know, everything is it's inside. Inside. But the prophet says here, maybe he was dancing. Jumping, running all around the island. He was having a good time. He was in the spirit. Some people, they just pray in the spiritually. I don't know whether we say spiritually or in the spirit. Because when Paul said, I'll pray in the spirit. And I'll pray with understanding. There he was not talking about praying within quietly. He was talking about praying in tongues. And that is not quiet. Amen. And then he said, I'll pray with understanding. He said, I will sing in the spirit. And I'll sing with understanding. Singing the spirit that he was referring to is where you sing and break into tongues. And you sing in tongues. How many have ever sang in tongues? How many have ever sang in tongues? Just a few of you. Brother. You haven't sung until you sing in tongues. He was telling them, you don't have to sing only in tongues. But you need to sing also with understanding. You don't have to pray only in tongues. But you have to pray also with understanding. So he said, I will sing in the spirit. I will pray in the spirit. You people, we haven't worshipped. We haven't worshipped until everybody almost is bubbling in tongues. Sing in Praying spirit. Pray in spirit. Dancing spirits. What is dancing in the spirit? Dancing in the spirit is when the power of God takes a hold of you and turns you around either jumping up and down and controlling or speeding under the power of the Holy Spirit. That is dancing in the spirit. Amen. Amen. So, 
You can say, yeah, my heart is dancing. Dancing in the spirit. No, that's not what it means. You look at the context of, of the scripture. It's not talking about an inside inner silent dancing. Some of uh, have heard even people who don't believe in playing instruments. He said, no, 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 the instruments, the organ, the poor, the, the, the scripture talks about is, is, is playing it in the spirit. He is playing in the spirit. Not these ones of a, a physical where we dance. No, no, a, a spiritual organ. organ. You play that organ for yourself. That is not godly. That is the devil. That's a doctrine from hell. Brother Branham rebuking Branham Tabernacle for being quiet. You read the message deceived the church by the world. They were no longer shouting. You could not never see a dry eye. I mean a wet eye. They were all dry and formal. He said you are patterning after Methodists. He said Methodists patterned after Baptists. Baptists patterned after Catholics. And Catholics patterned after hell. And everything, and the whole thing is hell. So that religion, you come to pray, and you, you kneel, and you, you lay your head on a, on a chair, and you're so quiet. And no one will know that there is anybody around the house. You've seen such people. These teenagers, these girls, these boys, they are so much eaten by the world until when they get to pray. They just kneel and lay their head on. And if you ask, but have you been praying? I've not heard you pray. No, I'm praying in the spirit. Hmm. Praying is not shouting. But who have ever prayed like you? Even Jesus himself. Like a, a stone throw. And he left them there and he went away and from then them. He said these words. And he prayed in words that were hard. And he came back. And he got them playing in the spirit. He told them, wake up. Wake up and pray. And he went back. And he prayed. Now you're also saying amen in the spirit. Yeah, we are, we are saying, we are supporting the word in the spirit. That is Satan. Possessed by the devil. Eaten by the world. If you were in the world there, you would not be dancing in the disco spiritual. spiritual. You would not be supporting politics. 
Do not be supporting football. You are just defeated a backslider. Filled by the devil. And you are deceiving us. That you are doing things spiritually. That you are praying spiritually. Now, where was John praying from? He says he was in the spirit. Brother Branham says, maybe he was dancing, jumping, running all over the island. He was having a good time. He was in the spirit. He said that may sound sacrilegious but I don't mean it that way. He could. Well, he might have been doing that. I believe he was having a good time in the spirit just praising God because that's exactly what happened when the spirit fell on the day when the spirit fell on them at the first place when the Holy Ghost fell on them they staggered like men and women and acted like they were drunk and jabbering carrying on like that to the people said these people are full of new words that's the way they acted the first time so the spirit the spirit came on again he probably acted the same way there is nothing new about this this thing this is a no-time religion so there is no new thing you're going to teach us. You're not going to design your own way of worship and religion. That will have to come from hell. But the one that came from heaven is loud. Amen. Brother Branham said, anything without emotion is dead. He said, Amen. Amen. He said, Yagamba. A monk is the most silent place. A monk. A monk. A monk. A monk. A monk. A because everyone there is dead. And he said these churches that are quiet. They need to be buried. Because they are dead. Why should you keep dead bodies on, on, on surface? They are supposed to be buried. They are dead. Mafu. Don't also keep your corpse on top. If you are dead, be buried, and we know that we buried you. 
That's what he said. I speak it boldly. Because my prophet said it. Said when the priest went into the hall of holies. He went with bells tied on his feet. And every move there. And every activity there. The bells were ringing. There was some noise. Inside the veil there. There were bells, there were noise coming out to show he was still alive. If the noise stopped, they pulled the rope. Hey, hello! Are you still there? If you are still alive, you say yes! I'm still alive! Amen. But if they pulled and there was no noise, they knew the man entered there with sin. He's dead. God has slain him. And that's we we know. You people come here with sin. That's why you are quiet. No other explanation. You come in church with sin and you just guess. And you think we cannot know because you are veiled by a skin where we cannot see you. So you try to put a face. We think you are, you are okay. You are not. Sorry. What is coming from behind that veil? That silent is speaking. It is so loud. It is loud. That you are eaten by the world. You are backslidden. You are fallen. You are dead. John was in the spirit. One time my prophet was hunting. And he saw a squirrel going around the forest. Running back and forth. You know, shouting. Quick, quick, it is enjoying its having its revival. I'm left out. Let me start mine. And he entered in the spirit. Then he started turning around the tree. Hallelujah. So much drunk in the spirit that he held that tree and kissed it. Fell down. Drunk in the spirit. He says, John must have been like that. Brother. That's what it does. Is the old time Holy Spirit. And the devil won't go near it. His demon filled religious 
Worshippers cannot go near it. That's the reason people fear it. But it's enough for me. They condemn us for weeping. They condemn us for shouting. They condemn us for rolling. But when they go to their ball games, they, there is a way they enjoy. It. We are so emotional. Why not us? Who have a pure spirit? Enjoying clean things. The blessed hope that we have. Amen. 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 We cannot join them there. But we also have our stuff. We have our We have our Amen. Amen. They cannot enjoy this. Because they are not part of it. We cannot enjoy this. Because we are not part of it. Praise God. God was in the spirit. Surrounded Surrounded by scorpions, surrounded by Suffering will end. Where tribulation will end. Where the devil will be bound. The devil will be bound. A thousand years. He entered that moment. Brother Branham said, when the devil reminds you your past, remind him his future. The devil's future is terrible. The devil's future is a lack of fire. The future is tormenting fire of hell. It's a lack of fire. But your future, your future, we are marching up to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion. Oh, hallelujah. He said, let me tell you the thoughts that I have for you are not thoughts for evil but for good. 
to give you an expected end. Don't look at what you're going through now. Look at where you're going. Don't look behind. You're not a flock. You're not a flock. They keep looking behind. See where you're going. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. See forward. Look where you're going. Amen. Your redemption is nearer than when you first believed. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. The Bible says, Comfort one another with these words. Amen. Amen. There is a great day coming. A day of resurrection. On that happy resurrection morn. Oh, we shall rise. We shall be reunited with our loved ones. And never to part. We shall meet our blessed Lord. In the air. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And we shall sup with him. And we will wipe every tear from our eyes. No more sorrow. No more suffering. Praise be the name of the Lord. And then the song says, Then cheer my brother. Then cheer my sister. Our trials will soon be loved ones we shall meet. We shall meet on the God Amen. Amen. John, he was in the Lord's day. He was in the future day. Amen. He entered into the millennium. Surrounded by death. Everywhere. He did not look at those murderers who tried to boil him in Greece. He did not look at the alligators. He did not look at the scorpions and the serpents. And death was all around him and the people who hated him and spoke sharp words. He did not look at that. He looked at the future. He must have heard Jesus tell him murder my servant. Jordan, you have won. Hallelujah. Amen. In a true servant of God, he longs to hear Jesus tell him, Jordan, my faithful servant. He looked at that and he despised what was around him. He, was, he entered into the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. How many know the famous song? 
There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's face. We are seen as blind beneath the blood. Lose all their guilty stains. The dying thief rejoiced to see that fountain in his day. There may I for violence wash all my sins away. The famous English poet William Copper wrote that song. I stood by his grave a few months ago. I just, I just couldn't keep from shedding a few tears for him. Look there and see Charles Wesley laying there and Bunyan wrote the ne, Pilgrim Progress. The cousin of John Wesley wrote Robinson Crow. Ne John Wesley. Wesley himself crossed the road. Okusumo. I thought of William Copper. He was considered in English and an neurotic. A little off. And how that he would go into the inspiration and finally he went way into the inspiration and wrote this famous song. There is a fountain filled with blood. While he was up there, he was in the spirit. But when he dropped back down, he tried to find the river to drown himself. Committed suicide. It is so foggy, they couldn't get him. He couldn't get to the river. <coughs> William Copper. William Copper. Amen. Amen. I long to meet such men in glory. He talked about the fountain filled with blood. He was so inspired he entered in the spirit. Filled with blood plank beneath that flower. They lose all their guilty stains. He felt that that fountain is somewhere. He wanted to find it. And he couldn't find it. And he committed suicide. He was so much inspired, he was in the spirit. Amen. Amen. So, that's no wonder. When we sing that song, it gives the same effect upon us. No matter how saintly you are, how godly you are, how much of a minister or a member, whatever you are, you'll never be able to get anywhere with God till you get in the spirit. Don't do things in the formal Ritualistic, traditional, traditional way. 
You cannot. You can never get anywhere. You pray formal. You sing formal. You read the word formal. Everything formal. You will never get anywhere with God. Till you get in the spirit. Amen. Amen. I don't, I don't mean get in emotion. I mean get in the spirit. See, see, you get, you get in emotion. Do anything. But when you get in the spirit, you see things. I can imagine old Elijah, the old prophet, down there that day. When I have sent them headmen and an alliance with some unbelievers, and Jezophar had joined in with them, and they went out in the desert for seven days and didn't fetch any compass. For just seven days. Enough to take care of them for seven days. Didn't consult the Lord. Just went on out anyhow. Then they, isn't it just like people today? Oh, I tell you. That's a better job. That's a better job. I will just quit this church and go. Over to to the other one. Now you better consult the Lord about that. Find out what it is. Went out there and found out they got in trouble. The water supply got cut off. That's what the matter with the churches today. Going around doing a lot of things. You don't consult the Lord about. And your supply is getting cut off. You wonder why you are not why you are not Get the blessings he used to get. In the power of God working among you. Maybe the supply line has been cut. I get into, I get into the desert sometime. Out there in Arizona. And I noticed that every little old bush on that desert is harmful. It will stick you. Every time you get against it, it will stick you. Because it doesn't have enough water to take care of it. Stickers come out for a defense. That's people who have a lot of, uh, you know, fault finding. You see a word, they take it for evil. They have a lot of, we call it in tondo. 
You better not cross their path. You better not say something where they are. They will misunderstand, misinterpret it. And get you wrong. It's because they are dry. They are not in the spirit. They have lost the water supply. And when uh, plants lose water, the brahms say their leaves fall into thorns. They become cactus. They become pricking. That's what happens when people have lost the supply of the spirit. You come back up here all up in Oregon or somewhere where it rains all the time and every one of them some kind of bushes hasn't got a sticker on them. See? The water keeps them soft. The water keeps them soft. And that's what the matter with the church. When you get all dried up and shackled up and everything you get so cold and formal and indifferent you don't get any spiritual blessing then your heart gets all filled up and full of indignation and wrath and everything oh I will get even with him I'll get even with her. I'll quit the church. I'll quit the church. Just a bunch of stickers living in a desert. That's right. What you need is some good old fashioned. Holy Spirit water rain down upon you. Soften up that old hard heart. Whatever they cannot settle until they talk about somebody. Rumor mongering. And uh, you know. Backbiting. Tattling. They can never settle until they have talked about something. They're ever looking for faults. They're looking for someone. And they're talking about how they would give so and so his peace by them walking away and staying by themselves because they are dry. All those are characteristics of dry people. Huh?
Waters, how the waters kept them soft. That's what we do today, get in the spirit. John said I was in the spirit. When Elijah out out there on the desert, they came down. Jehoshaphat said, let's go down and consult the prophet. They went down in front of the prophet. Well, now he got up his righteous indignation. He looks over to that fellow and he said, why don't you go to your mother's God? Why don't you go back? To your own old called former church. Where did you come to me for? When you got in trouble. That's how we should tell some of the some people. They just want to send prayer requests. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. Tell your pastor to pray for me. Tell your come and pray for me. And they're living in sin. They're not ready to repent and to live right. All they need about our God is to heal them and to bless them. To rob a blessing. And they go back. To their sinful life. And to their, to their former churches. That cannot sell them. Amen. Amina. You see. Why did you come down here to me? Why don't you go to your mother's God? You all have those big fine churches and all the fine fed priests. Fine fed fine fed priests. And so forth back there. Go back and ask them about it. Why do you come down here to me? He kind of got all stuffed up, sure enough. Didn't he? he said, It wasn't that I respected the presence of that godly man. I wouldn't have even looked at you. Oh, my, what a condition that prophet got into. Now he's all in that kind of, of fix. He said, well, bring me a minstrel. Some people don't believe in music in the church. But he said, bring me a minstrel. Then when the minstrel begin to play some good old hymn, nearer my God to thee, to thee whatever you want to call it. I don't know. When the minstrel began to pray, the Spirit of God, God on the prophet, and when the Spirit got on him, he got in a vision. 
You begin to see things. You have to get in the spirit of God. Oh, you say, I can't understand how people can say amen. Get in the spirit once, that's why. I can't understand how people see and say, I can't understand how people can jump up and down, can stand and raise their hands and, and, and move around. You get in the spirit once, you'll see how it happened. I can't see how they stand up. I can't see how they stand at the ball game and beat one another on the back. In other words, Nange, I also I don't understand how someone goes in the ball games. I was once there. Someone opens his mouth wide. This is not abusing the open huh? their and they shadow kick. Nasamba. And they shadow kick. He kicks those who are in front Nala of him. As he's watching football. How do you understand that? I don't also si understand that. Because I'm not in their spirit. Huh? Beat one another on the back. And holler and hoop. And pull the hatch down. And carry on. Seems like crazy to me. The last time I saw them, I don't know how many years, I was around Kibuye. And I think Uganda Cranes was playing with, with, with other African countries. And it won. And they passed me by with the saloon cars opened and guys hanging in the boot. And they had removed their clothes. They had removed their shirts. And jumping, kicking legs and in the boot of the car. And the car's hooting all over, making a lot of noise. I can't understand that. I can't afford that. To me, that is crazy. But for to them, they are in the spirit of the world of the So if I was with, if I had their nature and I was in the, their world, I would probably do the same. So, but I have a, another spirit the spirit of the kingdom of God the spirit of God also when I enter it amen they cannot understand it amen but it's good enough for me amen well you say you are not a good Baseball fan. How about you as a Christian? You've got to get into the spirit of That's the way it is. When you used to go to dances. I don't believe you'd go now. You used to go and they would have a play up, up the hoop, up music. 
and beat the bands and beat the drums and do every kind of the thing there was about it and the women ran out there half naked and everything else and dance on the floors and things get to the spirit of the dance well that's right you get in that spirit of it. It's the spirit of the devil. Amen. Amen. For him when he said that, the congregation says, Amen. Anytime. And then he said, he said, glad you said, glad you said, Amen. Because it's the truth. I'll prove it by the Bible. Yes. When they go to those dances, they ain't in the spirit of the devil. What about you when you get in the spirit of God? When you get into the Holy Spirit. John says when the seals, when the lamb took the book and broke the seals he said everything in heaven everything beneath the earth even in the waters had me holla hallelujah he shouted and the Bible says the elders they cast their crowns and they worship Amen. Abraham was there. Abraham Yario. John was there. Yukana Yario. Paul was there. Paul Yario. They shouted. Nebare Kana. Amen. Hallelujah. Abraham is a dancer. Abraham Muzini. He's a shouter. Yarekana. Murekani. No question about David. No question about David. No praise be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. That is heaven. Brother Branham said, those of you who feel nervous, when others shout, you know what a shouting religion. He said, this is the quietest place you'll ever live. Because if you don't go to heaven, you will go to hell. Hell is full of shouting, but the bad shouting. The bad shouting. The shouting of anguish. And sorrow and mourning. And pain. But heaven is full of shouting. God. God dwells. God dwells. God dwells. Hallelujah! Amina. And the seraphims, Baserafi. they sing holy, Bagama Mutukuvu, holy, Mutukuvu, holy, Mutukuvu. They shout until heavens rock, and shake. But wait. Wait when the bride gets there. Saints. 
will sing redemption story with their voices clear strong and the angels will listen though they cannot join the song heavens will roll amen when we get there this is the quietest service. This is the quietest meeting. But what is going to be there? There will be no clergy there. There will be no clergy pastors there. Those one will not even go to heaven. Even the religion that will take them there, they don't have it. If you have it, oh hallelujah. Amen. It makes you a holy roller. You'll be the spirit. Brother. The spirit has its characteristics. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Maybe, amen. When you were a sinner, and you went to a dance, you got in the spirit. Oh, my, you started clapping. Your hands. And, part, and parting your feet. And sinned again. You are not in the spirit here yourself. Just roll up our window and see me worry. Just Acting silly. You was in the spirit of it. Could you imagine a fellow was a, a dance fire and going to a dance. Well, no gamba. And you all have pretty good time, I suppose. All they would say. They would say, You wallflower. You wallflower. Get out of here. Go at the ball game. Somebody knock a, a home run. Or something another. Get and look and say, Well, guess that's not, pretty good. Not know. You wouldn't be a ball, a baseball fire. You wouldn't be a real. You wouldn't be in the spirit of baseball. When somebody knocks a home run, you would raise. Up and holler. Knock somebody's heart off like his head like that. Nobody says a word about it. You hit my heart off. Don't you see what is going on? Hey, you're not in the spirit. 
That uh, some time back when we were still entering the spirit, there was a church that criticized us. The problem is speckled bad. When you go there, as you're there, someone jumps up and takes away your peace. And then another one falls on you. What did you come to do? Others in the spirit. For you, you're there criticizing. You're there to be fallen on. For me, I would want a church. I would want a church in that condition. Have you ever seen them here? We have clergy people here. Dry ones. Dead people. When they see others entering the school, they stare. Please, you strayed. You strayed in a religion that is not yours. You were going to the Anglican church. And you strayed here. Don't blame us. You blame the floods that brought you here. You blame the floods that brought you here. Hey, but the good thing is you're stopping here. In the service over there, you won't be there. You're not going to take our peace. Amen. Amina. We are not wallflowers here. You can't do anything until first you get you get into the spirit. God can't use you. All your efforts are in vain until you do it in the spirit. I'm reading your prophet. Amen. Amen. And from which message? The Patmos vision. And what did he say? What did he say John was doing? He saw John might, might, might have been jumping, hollering, shouting, running around. I'm not saying that's what gives you to be in the spirit. But I'm saying when you enter the spirit, you can't help it. You can't help shouting. You can't help ordering. Brother, some people don't testify because they're not in the spirit. Some people don't give because they're not in the spirit. Amen. Amina. There were two teams. I remember when I was still young. One was called Younger. United. Another one was United. prominent teams Those were the prominent teams of Semuto. So each time they were going to play a game somewhere. Rich men then Semuto. They will offer their lorries. They will offer their cars. That is going to take supporters. 
entry was free. Whoever wants enter. Because they were in the spirit. If you're in the spirit, even if you give, you don't feel pain. You don't feel pain when you give. Why do we have people who don't give to the Lord? Who think about themselves only. When he reaches the time of giving, they don't release what they have. It's because they are not in the spirit of the kingdom of God. They are not. That's the problem. But if you're in the spirit, even supporting you, supporting the spirit, you give whatever you have. You sell whatever you have and you give. So that the work of God continues. You want to tell me Ananias and Sapphira was in the spirit? Everybody selling their things and bringing joyfully. Joyfully to the apostles. And the other one will say, ah, we have to be careful. We have to be careful. We have to be thoughtful. What if the thing fails? What if it delays to come? Uh How shall we take care of our children? We have to be careful here. We are there in the spirit. No. But the rest of the church was in the spirit. And Brother Bram said, someone said they made a mistake. So because Jesus delayed, they failed what to fall back on. He said, Brother Bram said, how can the Spirit of God make a mistake? That was the Spirit of God who inspired them. When he delayed, thank God they had nothing to follow on. They just went everywhere taking the gospel. They were free taking the gospel everywhere. What about those who spared their things? When Geno Titus came and you know and surrounded Jerusalem and slew everybody they scattered all over the world Europe and everywhere and Jerusalem was a desolation the believers had nothing to regret they had given everything to God did they lose Nothing. What about the unbelievers? What about Ananias and Sapphira? The things that they were keeping for their children. Did they benefit from it? Did it take long before they were all out of Jerusalem and others killed? Did it take long? So the spirit don't make mistakes. But it takes someone in the spirit. Amen. Amen. I will sing in the spirit. Amen. Amen. I will pray, pray, pray in the spirit. And if there is anything that comes to me, that's not good. It has to be revealed to me by the spirit and confirmed by the word. Made manifest by the results it bears. 
Brother, when you will enter in that spirit, the world will call you insane. It will call you a fanatic. But you, you won't mind. It will call you nuts. The world will call you nuts. Hallelujah. Amen. But nuts are useful. When you take nuts off of a car, what does it become? It becomes scrap. It needs nuts to be tightened. I don't mind if I'm a nut. Hallelujah. You have to enter in the spirit. 